Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, not the Tiger King, I promise. Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented, and are you into cats, Shell? Yeah, I like, I like cats. Cats. Miss Southern Shell is right here with me. She likes cats today, and we are surviving through <laughs> all this quarantine. quarantine. Yeah. That's gonna, I guess, be the topic for a while for most stuff. But we did, we did some cooking. I mean, that's all we know. That's all you know. Yeah, well, that's what we got to do. That's what we do. That's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about the carne asada that you cooked this week, yes. the recipe, Free- and all the cooking we've been doing. Not, not to be confused with truck meat. That's freezer meat. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have seen this, but I got to get it off my chest. <laughs> I've seen a lot of crazy stuff in my time. But Netflix has dropped this show called Tiger King, and it's a, I guess it's a documentary, horror show, thriller. Um, is it a, how do, it's what a docu series? What do they classify? Is it like one of these, uh, but it is nuts crime shows? It's yeah. got it all. It's, it's got it all. Just when you think you've seen it, it, it takes another turn. I don't want to ruin it for any of you, but it is, it's got murder. It's got, it's got murder for hire. It's, it's got animals. Got animals. Large tigers. It, magicians. Uh, reptiles. <laughs> some cooking. I would not eat anything meth. there. Yeah. <laughs> D-rugs. Apparently lots of meth. It's got music. Country music. Yeah. Who, who knew? It's got politics. We've got a presidential and a gubernatorial candidate on the same person. And imagine if you just gave some crazy people a lot of drugs and guns and, and big, big wild animals and just let them run wild for a couple years. And apparently they had three or four film crews filming this thing. <laughs> I don't know. I could I could never get a grasp on if it was the dude, if Tiger King was filming it, if the guy that was trying to make his the documentary was filming it, or if the Netflix people were filming it. It was all of it. Or if yeah, it was just undercover know. FBI informants <laughs> filming it. You never knew. But the memes that have come, I this is the the thing that I, uh, I I like about it is I couldn't quit talking about the virus, and this is about this, and this, now I can't quit talking about the tiger cage. Hey, that takes our it's, mind off. Yeah, it's a whole different <laughs> set of problems. And this was not in my notes to talk about. I just felt like I had to get that off my chest, <laughs> clear it out of my head. We just we just finished it. Yeah. So. Okay, carne asada. It's carne asada. I did that this week, and so of course everybody knows the stores. You know, it's hard to find meat in stores now. Mm-hmm. People are stocking stuff up. Um, At the butcher shop, if you have yes, to be in Pensacola. I do, have, I do have that, and that's exactly where I got the skirt steak from. Yeah. I had brought it back, and it was in my freezer. But uh, there are some places, and we'll talk, I was going to talk about that yeah. later, about where to okay, get some meat we can talk about for that. this time. But Carne asada. I was going through my freezer, and I, that was on top. So I said, hey, I'm going to do some carne asada. I've been asked to do it for a while, or kind of my take on it, and what carne asada, or I call it gringo carne asada because I'm not Mexican or Spanish or Hispanic <laughs> or anyway. I just like to cook that kind of food. It's one of my favorites. And you're we can't go. We can't go to my local favorite water and hole, the La Siesta here in town. So I said, I'm going to make me some carne asada like I get there, or at least my version of it. So yeah. that's what I did. And what carne asada means is grilled meat. Most of the time it's beef, grilled beef. Um, it's usually thin cut. Thin cut. Cheese cut. Typically skirt steak. Inside, outside, it could be flank steak, it could be sirloin, it could be a flat iron, it could be it could be any kind of thin, 
thin cut of lean beef can be turned into carne asada. Is it always grilled or could it be? Yeah, that's what it is. It's grilled, grilled, charred. You're charring the outside of that meat. And that's what, that's what it means. You're grilling it when you get it at the Mexican joint. They're flat topping it. Yeah. And that was what I was one. That was one thing I wrote down to talk about. It's different than the kinds that I've ordered when I go out because most of the time they're just cooked well done or more. Mm-hmm. And it's cooked on a, most of the time it's not char cooked. I and mean, we're talking, you know, typical town, you know, American Mexican restaurants. Yeah. And that's, and it's, that's how they serve carne asada. It's usually you make it for tacos. It'll come out sizzling, kind of like fajita. It's a strip mall Mexican. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I have got it where it's a whole piece of beef. Like they'll give you the piece of skirt steak or, oh, really? or a thin ribeye or yourself? something. And you cut it up it's yourself. Not already yeah. It's sliced. not already sliced sometimes. Sometimes it is sliced already tacoed. I've, I, I, it's something I order all the time. Usually you give me some chopped cilantro and maybe a little onion. Mm-hmm. I always ask for some of the little tortillas, the hottest Diablo sauce they can bring yeah. me to drizzle over it. And I'm, you know, give me some tortillas and I'm good. So that's what I made this week, my version of it. Now to make carne asada, you need a marinade and it's about fresh ingredients. Well, so, see at the Mexican restaurant, are they marinating? It? Yeah. Yeah. You think so? you, there's some like Mexican grocery stores you can go in and they already have it. Carne asada meat marinated for you. You can yeah. pick it up already by the pound or whatever. It's been marinated. It's ready to go home and grill right away. So it's all about the marinade, and that's where you get the flavors in it. It's not like you're dry rubbing it or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. Which I don't see why you couldn't. But it's usually typically a wet marinade. The meat's been soaked in it, so it tenderizes it. All those acids work on the meat and start breaking down the, the a tougher cut of meat and making it soft, making it to where it just melts in your mouth. Um, Typically, it's fresh fruit juices, so I, I I had some lime, and I had some little, I said orange juice, but these are, what are we call them, cuties. What are, are they, little They're like tangerines, tangerines, I guess? Or, yeah, we clementines just, or something. Yeah, we just squeezed them. We squeezed them, got all got me a they quarter a cup of juice. They a lot of juice. Yeah, don't take many of those, yeah. does it? And then uh, I think it was about two or three limes to get a quarter cup. Well, if and you were in a pinch, you could use. You could use the bottled lime juice yeah. if you wanted to. Bottled but I, I, like the, I like the fresh angle. Um, and I, you could make the jalapeno optional too. Yeah, you, you that's pretty much up to you. You can put whatever you want in there. You can put some cilantro, some onion, all that good stuff in there if yeah. you wanted to. I put what I had so I didn't have to go to the store because we're trying to avoid stores. As much as so, possible, yeah. so, you know, I'm trying to, that's been my thing lately, trying to come up with recipes. And that's what I wanted to talk about later on. But um, for this one, I had some orange juice. Or had, we made some orange juice and lime juice, a little bit of canola oil I had in the pantry, a splash of vinegar. Uh, grande gringo Mexican seasoning. You could throw in your regular seasons you want, any you want. If you got a favorite Mexican season, if you have one of them packets of taco season, fajita, fajita season, mix, all that stuff yeah. will work. But you need some some of those spices in it. And then I rounded it out with some water, and then I chopped up um, some garlic. So I had some garlic in there, and then I had a jalapeno. I just chopped up fine, and all that went in my marinade. And so I took the skirt steak, thawed it out because it was froze, Um Really didn't trim it much, but sometimes you might have to trim them up, get some of that excess fat or silver skin off, because all that's just going to be tough. Is um, a skirt steak typically that marbled? Yeah, yeah, it's typically that's it's, typically the way it is. Yeah, yeah it's okay. it's a marbled up piece of meat because it's it's kind of I guess it's diaphragm the inside part and the outside's yeah. kind of the flap of the, of the of the inside you know lining yeah. or whatever or, or down the outer edge of the belly if you think about it like that on a cow that's where it comes from. So mm-hmm. it's it's marbled up. It doesn't get. Um, you know, it's not it's not a thick cut of meat usually. I mean, this was. I mean, I, I know in the video, some people said it looked like it's thick. It really wasn't thick at all. Yeah, I think I mean, it swelled up a little when it hit the hot grate. Yeah, but it wasn't thick. But um, and that's and drop it in the bag and pour that marinade over it and just let it sit in the refrigerator for a while. 
I did two hours a day. I cooked it, but it would have been better if I'd have let it go six to even overnight. I mean, I don't think you could, I mean, I'm not saying marinate it a week, but I don't think 24 hours in a marinade would, yeah. would do it any harm. Yeah, it's, but two hours gave it a It was a ton of flavor. flavor. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, two hours, is, it's, it had plenty of flavor it in did. it. It did. It was very delicious. The only other thing I hit it with was when I took it out of the marinade before I, I grilled it, I seasoned it with some kosher salt. And just, just to give it a pop, I, I mean, I guess you could if you wanted to add some more seasonings, but I think that's all it really needed was some salt because I wanted it. You know, beefy crust on the salty beefy mm-hmm. crust on the outside, and then get the flavors of the marinade and all that on the inside, and it turned out fantastic. Um, I grilled it on a Weber. Why'd you go with the Weber? I just want. I just needed to grill hot coals. It doesn't matter what kind it was. You could do that. You could have done it on any. You could build, put some rocks in a circle and built your fire and cook them <laughs> down. And put your grate over that. It'd work. Could you have used a pellet? Um, you wouldn't have gotten that crusty. Egg. It wouldn't have got it seared up. If I was going, if I was going to do a pellet grill, I would have probably used my Memphis grill and pulled out the little fire pot cover and, and where you can sear. Cooked it right over some flame because I really like the flame on it. You can't beat meat charcoal. Charred. Yeah, charcoal meat, man. That's it's so good. Charcoal when it when it changes the outside of it, and the flames jump up and kiss it a little bit, kind of give it all the little crunchies good. and all that. Mm. Smell it smelled so good. You didn't use grill grates. No, no, you could have. I was just going for more of an authentic cooked over a yeah. fire style. I mean, there wouldn't Getting be nothing wrong. Press. I'm not trying to. It's really not about trying to get it pretty, trying to get it grill marked up. It's not presentation thing. The presentation on it is is some good mid-rare uh, meat sitting on top of some, you know, sautéed, char, char, char sautéed up vegetables. And that's what I did to go with it. Um, right as that skirt stayed, it took about, what, 11, almost 11 minutes, I think. I didn't really... Um, I think it was like 10 and a half, 11, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think you said it was 11 yeah. by the time we pulled it off. Wasn't long. Uh-uh. I did, I did my timer, flipped it at five, kind of moved it around some during that, set me another timer for five minutes and really kind of forgot about it and got my vegetables going. I took a flat iron skillet, kind of scooted the steak over, set it right there on my grate over the coals, let it heat up with a little bit of oil, and then I had my vegetables already chopped up and ready to go, and I just I happened to have some uh, – bell pepper and onion in the fridge and then i had another jalapeno so i sliced it up and then you wanted some garlic whole garlic well, we had it you we'd yeah. open a little bag so you didn't use them it. so we just threw them in there yeah. too and they were they were amazing in there they picked up a lot of flavor and we didn't put them on our tacos we were just popping them i just like garlic it's yeah. good for you hey it man, is. this time it's, you gotta get all the nutrients and stuff you can get your, um digestive system yeah. so um we used uh, a lot of people asked what kind of pan that was that was a lodge 12 inch square cast iron griddle and they have them on amazon for 40 bucks but it was a it was a lodge brand where we found it like a yard sale or something <laughs> no <laughs> Did you buy it my mother gave it to us oh, for christmas say. gift okay because it. it's a i use it all the time yeah it's a grilled cheese cooking machine <laughs> that's the best thing it does it cooks the best grilled cheese doesn't it <laughs> But that was it, man. I cooked that beef, let it rest while the vegetables, they were done about seven minutes. And they were simple. All you did was hit them. nothing to them. Yeah. All, uh, canola oil. And a little then gringo. Of gringo, yeah. You could just put salt and pepper and nothing on them. Yeah. I mean, um, I will say this. If you don't like it as spicy, cut back on the jalapeno because as those jalapenos cooked down, the juice from them, I didn't de-seed or nothing. I just sliced them thin. It bled over to the onions and the bell pepper. Yeah. <clears throat> but it wasn't too hot to me, was it to you? It wasn't too hot, no. Especially when you're eating it on a taco. It gave it 
really good flavor. Flavor. Ton- yeah. It was flavor town. But you could tell that they were those onions and peppers were spicier than regular. Yeah, than like, like you'd have done something to them. Yeah. It wasn't the gringo that gave them the heat. Uh-huh. It was just the juice from the jalapeno cooking. Well, the jalapenos were real thin, so they kind of melted into everything else. Yeah, I did. I tried to cut them as thin as I could get them with a knife. Yeah. They were pretty thin slices. But you know, when I'm eating jalapenos uh, on a taco, that's how I like to eat them. Yeah, I, agree. I don't want them. I, I don't mind them fresh, but as long as they're cut paper thin, where you get the essence of that jalapeno, it's not like I'm trying to bite into get a, a big, big piece of jalapeno. Yeah. It's more of that flavor of it, and that's how a lot of times um, when I serve them. So we made tacos with these family style. Put the skirt steak right over the vegetables we took it inside that's why i didn't make our tacos outside because we was fixing to eat dinner yeah and had I mean, some, you gotta you gotta cook smart <laughs> this time of year you, we served it with some warm flour tortillas mm-hmm. the gringo shells because <laughs> uh authentic style would probably be more corn shells but you know michael likes the flour you like I the flour too. i don't mind either way so we went flour and we had we always have some of those in the fridge they seem to last forever yeah they will and uh we had some some uh our version of guacamole, which is just avocado, um, some pico, some, what else do we put in there? Some garlic, some Season. cilantro, some grande gringo, uh, some lime juice. It's real simple, but you could buy, you can buy that holy guacamole stuff. Yeah, or, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's Kroger just, actually sells one um, with the pico. Already in it? Yeah. Like the, in the, in the garden a, section? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty good. You know, substitute for fresh. I like the guacamole, and I like cilantro with it, too. Mm-hmm. But on top, oh, it's kind of addressing. And, and then hot sauces. What's, what's your favorite Mexican hot sauce? Um, it's the one in that little short stubby bottle. Valentina? Yes, Valentina. Yeah, I was going to hope you said that. Yeah. We've got, like, Cholula. We've got Tapatio. And none of them are uh, bad. What's the other? El Yucatan. None of uh, them are bad. I like the Valentina, too. The, the, Our hot sauce section. the medium. The hot sauce section takes up half a shelf. Well, you know, my hot sauce is more of a southern hot sauce. To it me. is. It's, it's more not garlicky. A, and it's, I mean, it's not bad with Mexican food, yeah. but Valentina has a real chili flavor. That's yeah. what I like about it. I don't know if it's cumin in it or what they have it spiced up with, but it just has more of a um, that that kind of flavor that I associate when I'm eating tacos. <laughs> I like it. I agree. Uh, so, what do you serve it with? Um, Side dishes, not like. What do we serve with? Black beans. And uh, some rice, but not like, so I like just the Mexican restaurant style rice. Mm-hmm. Typically when you get carne inside a Mexican restaurant, it's going to come with some beans and rice, the refried beans with cheese on top and the kind of orange uh, yeah, rice. You don't like rice. that? No, I don't. I do. I don't like the beans and I don't like refried beans. I don't like Mexican rice. I do. It, it, it's, it's white rice. They just add like some chicken, uh, chicken base to it like it's almost like a bouillon but kind of a liquid form yeah and then they um use a little bit of sa- uh, salsa and maybe some onions and that's all that's in it and it's just rice so it gives it kind of this orangey color from all that and it's just it's just regular rice but you like the cilantro lime rice I think. yeah the fluffy so that's what white. we had yeah it's just one cup you... of rice two cups of water <laughs> And, and then, then just throw in a little like lime I, juice, lime zest. I do it all at the end. Yeah. So so when when you yeah, get through with you that, make your rice as normal. Yeah. You know the secret. What's the secret? Two tablespoons of butter. <laughs> Butter's for real. The secret. Butter, lime in juice, the, a little in, lime zest. In butter the, in the, the bowl. The no, no, no. When it comes out. Yeah, okay. that's what it makes. It kind of makes that rice a little creamy tasting. Mm-hmm. But it's not like liquidy. It's still it just coats the the butter. 
coats the outside of the rice and it picks up the flavors from the lime zest and the lime juice. And then you season it with a little salt and pepper. Yeah. But uh, it's very simple. And you'll think it's like a fancy rice because it's got the cilantro and the lime and all that in it. But it's just white rice. It ain't nothing to it. And the black beans, I like to... um, You did those. Yeah. I like to take a little... You can use just tomatoes, but we had pico already. So I took a little pico and sauteed it a little bit. I think I might have added a little garlic, too, and sauteed it in a pan. And after that kind of got fragrant and, and started cooking down, maybe two to four minutes... Then I throw in my black beans that I've drained and rinsed. Get all the liquid off of them? Yeah, get all the liquid off of them, um, rinse them, then throw that in there. And let them cook a little bit, and then I'll add a little uh, water. Chicken base to a little, that? Yeah, a little chi- water, a little chicken base, and a little seasoning. That's it. Yeah. It's a little grande gringo. Yeah, it's and easy. you think it's Canned like, black beans that you drain. This is, That's how to make canned black beans something really special. Yeah, well, I'm going to do that. I'll do that for a side on a... Next time I do a taco recipe. Yeah. But it's a good one. Heck yeah. The rice and the beans are. They go with anything. And kids love them. And we talked about doing it for this video, but I think it was fine. I think the video yeah, was good yeah. without it. Yeah. That's something we can, you know, put my side chick on. <laughs> got your new name. My side chick. You're in charge of the sides. <laughs> Don't you like that? Isn't that good? I think it's cute. Side chick. <laughs> I that think it's be a new, that could be I don't a new know bottom. if I like you calling me your side chick. Why? You wanna be you wanna be the bottom one? <laughs> bottom B? <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. I this. kinda am. <laughs> I'll right. hold it down. That's right. Be side chick too. I, I, that's enough for me. Um, I'm, not, I'm not talking I'm talking about some sides. I know. That's I just <laughs> to go with the meat. I think it's cute. Yeah, it is. It is. Um anything you do different with that recipe? Um, you know, yeah, because that, that marinade works on all kinds of meats, not just beef. You can marinate pork in it. I you can, can marinate chicken in it, good. like chicken breast or chicken thighs. Chicken you can it. marinate shrimp in it. It would go with all that. And so you could do, you talk about difference, man, you could take it anyway. That's just a fresh Mexican style marinade. It's easy and simple. You can make it what you want it by adding some ingredients you want or take out some or change up the juice, use some different kinds of fruit. I think the citrus works really well, but heck, you could use grapefruit or you could probably add a little pineapple or yeah. even something like that. Something just to give it, stay in, you know, stay in that family. Cause you pick up some sweetness from it, but it's really the acids the, that really help the meat. I, I really like that marinade. It's the good. The flavor of that skirt steak, skirt steak. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was incredibly good. Really, really good. Yeah, you know? if, I mean, if I had my choice, I would have added mushrooms to the vegetables, maybe yeah. some tomatoes to go with it. We'd have had to go to the store. I like, yeah. But I like all different kinds of stuff in it like that. Um, you know, besides doing uh, tacos, you could serve that like a, a like a carne bowl. You yeah, know, you can get yeah. the rice and beans and Keto. the steak on it. You lose the carbs from it, and you know, or take out the rice, do the cauliflower rice, whatever you wanted. You yeah, could, you could or use just that. The beans. But a lot of you know a lot of the Mexican dishes you get, it's just different. Um, ways to serve the same kind of meat a lot of times. Yeah. So that could wrap up in a burrito. You could make a quesadilla with it. You could, heck, you could do, all, you know, you could do all kinds of stuff with it. Um, let me see what all I wrote down. <laughs> eating it just plain, like. Or salad. It would make a great, like, yeah, you, you do I a salad and then throw that meat and some of the vegetables over it. So you've got that warm element with your cold greens and stuff. That would be very good. It was too good to throw up in a quesadilla, though. <laughs> I wanted, you know. I don't know. It was I too like good. I, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that, that steak was so yeah. good. 
I just just eating it, just steak, and then get a bite of the peppers. And we ate the whole thing. Yeah, that was dinner. I mean, no, of course we've been trying to hold out and only eat one meal a day while you're on quarantine. But, <laughs> but we were all work. hungry at that point. That doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so that was that was dinner, and it was. I think it was a great video. Um, it turned out the shooting was simple. It. it was yeah. it was easy. That was one of the easier ones to do because the good. hardest part was just letting it marinate for two hours. You don't get any easier. I don't even think. Do we have much many cuts? Did you stop the camera while we were filming the cook? Yeah. I mean, I didn't know because it because I, I just I rolled the audio the whole time. Yeah. And I just let it roll. I mean, we were just standing there for ten minutes. It wasn't bad. Everything as long as you have all your mise en place or whatever. How do you say it? Mise en place. All your stuff cut up and prepped up and ready to go. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, you never okay. heard that. No, that's one of them fancy French terms. <laughs> mise en place. It just means prepped up, ready to go. Everything's in its right place. So have my vegetables going. Have yeah. a little bottle of oil sitting there. Yeah. Have my iron skillet ready to go. And you can get have, all that prepped up while it's yeah. marinating. That's what, I, that's what I did. up, throw it in, yeah. I cut all, I said, I, you know, inside, did all that stuff, did all my prep. Um, got the steak out, had my grill fired up, and off we went. And we were done cooking within, probably didn't take 30 minutes for the whole film and wrap and everything. The rest of it was, yeah. it wasn't long. It takes longer than you think, I think. Right, I lose yeah. track. Yeah, I try to get me in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to talk a little bit about quarantine cooking. All right, I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, I'm trying What's to. I'm your... trying to look at my notes real fast to see where I'm at before we wrap up. Yeah, before I, before I walk, wrap it up. Okay, that's where I'm at. How we're coping with this big <laughs> quarantine? First off, have y'all seen Tiger King? <laughs> It'll get your mind off quarantine real quick. You'll start worried about your neighbors. We <laughs> see any big cats? Did you know? Here's a here's a, a fact that I found interesting. At the end of that thing, they said there's five to ten thousand big cats in the United States. That kills me. There's, there's more 5, in captivity. That they, they're not sure about. Yeah, yeah. Five, <laughs> they're to, like ten. five to ten. I was like, we need to get a grip on. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> and the, and the whole thing they were talking there. about. They're trying to do regulations on owning these big cats and breeding them. I'm like, yes, I'm all for it. <laughs> you do not need to have tigers at your house i agree That's and i don't care crazy. these ain't zoos these are just people who just put up some fencing out back and yeah. called it a zoo just because they were charging people off the street to come in there's got to be some regulation on that <laughs> that there was a few people they had real zoos but the people they were selling it to was just they don't know who they sell yeah. Child, there's no he burned up all the paperwork <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you all this crazy show that's what i've been doing in quarantine Besides cooking, trying well, to get get this in my mind how this fella had this whole operation going in Oklahoma, no doubt. Well, I figured people in Oklahoma it. wouldn't stand for that. No, he got nineteen percent of the government the the governor vote. That's what shocked me when they showed the results of the. So he ran for governor of Oklahoma, and he got nineteen percent. I was expecting them to be like point oh two percent. No, he was a he was a. He took some votes from somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Can you imagine that? I have so many questions. I want to know more about the unsolved husband I feel murder. like they rushed that one. <laughs> I feel like they rushed it. I want to know where all the ex-husbands are today. Oh, Carol killed him. She paid him to tire. <laughs> I can tell you where that husband is. I know, but I want to know more about that. <laughs> uh, I want to know if that pizza place is still open and selling pizzas. Because that uh, zoo's still currently open. Hey, it's got me rethinking my whole eating anything when I go out anymore. 
of, if it's not something I kind of know. That one messed you up more than I anything. I can't think of it. They not not with all this hand washing and stuff I've getting accustomed to. <laughs> and now they're feeding people truck meat in places. And when I mean so truck in meat. This, in this show, they were using okay. old Walmart meat. Walmart was discontinuing stuff, and instead of just throwing it in the dumpster, they would send it over to the zoo, and they were feeding it to the tigers. Well... Then they started talking about, well, the crew would pull it out and and pull out stuff for, like, their lunches. And, and this is what they were living off of with old one Walmart fella, truck meat. Then come to find out, they opened a pizza place and were using this old Walmart truck meat for the pizzas. He had an original name for that, too. It's called Zooters. <laughs> go. We got to quit talking about this. Yeah, this is not the... Not the <laughs> uh, hey, you can tell quarantine's getting to me. But, so... <laughs> Coming back down to it, let's learn to cook at home Have and not go out to zoos and eat. <laughs> Talk about zoos and eat. I'm never going to look at the Cat House Grill at the Memphis Zoo the same again. No, I know. It's right there by, that's what it's called, isn't it? The Cat House Zoo or something, or the Cat House Grill. Or... It gives no meaning to the phrase, the monkeys are running the zoo. Oh, it sure does. <laughs> but cooking at home, and right now we're cooking with limited ingredients. That's kind what of, yeah. That's what I wanted to talk about today. Like, what? How are we doing? How are we coming up with recipes? So, yeah. yeah. We're... Um, I mean, I keep I keep idea. a deep freeze. I don't. I'm, I'm sure most people do have a deep freeze at home, and I, mine stays full of meat. I'm always if I see something, you've heard me say it that when I go to a grocery store or Sam's or anywhere, I'm headed to the meat department just to see. And if something catches my eye, I see a really good piece of look, looking piece of meat, I'll get it home, take it home, vacuum seal it, put it in my freezer. I deer hunt in the fall, so I've got you know deer meat put up, and then I've got stuff that you know. Like Kevin at the butcher shop, and he sends me stuff. Um, sends me stuff to cook with videos. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll have some of that stuff in there, or just different things. I've still got a pork belly, another pork belly from Cheshire yep. in my deep freeze. But now is the time where all yep. that's coming in handy because we're having to live off of it. It's not yeah. just about videos anymore. This is about living. Yeah, I'm uh kind of excited about getting to start utilizing. You know, being forced to utilize everything we have in the freezer. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a good thing. thing. It is a good thing. Yeah. And, and knowing that we don't have to run to the grocery store yeah. and hoard stuff like that. I mean, I'm not trying to buy out all the chicken or something. I would like to have some chicken. That's one thing I don't keep in the freezer. Um, I actually have some, a little bit that I found deep down. And so that's what. So I'm you're like. cooking that tonight. Yeah. I'm cooking, I'm cooking some chicken breast tonight. I'm, I'm doing, and I had that talk about, um, we're going to do um, some, some shorter videos, not really the same style. I mean, kind of, it's just me doing it. I ain't really worried about the recipe. It's showing you. Yeah, but I'm not going to pull out the big camera and do all the editing and stuff like that. We're going to keep it pretty basic. Yeah, basic videos of what we're cooking for dinner. Yeah, more like that. Tonight I'm doing a chicken. I've got a smoked sausage laid out, and I'm going to do a kind of a chicken sausage jambalaya pasta with a cream sauce. We got a jar of Alfredo sauce mm-hmm. in my pantry, and so I'm going to you know I've got a little bit of that bell pepper I didn't use all of for the video that I'm going to dice up, saute with some onion, and make a a little easy little dinner for us. Yeah, and we're going to try to film it. Yeah, and that way and people can kind of see what we're doing. But that's what we're doing. We're working with limited stuff. And I think a lot of people are. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to get creative in this time. You know, that kind of makes you think of that show Chopped, where they get the basket and it's see what you can create with yeah. it. That's kind of what we're doing. I mean. <laughs> we, you had the idea that um, you said, don't use all my lemon, don't use all my uh, orange juice. Yeah. Because. I need it for my marinade. And then you said, but I guess I could use margarita mix. <laughs> <laughs> you started thinking. You like, got to be oh. thinking of what you got, man. Yeah. I mean, now's the time. That's, that's to get creative. And luckily we still got internet. So then. Yeah. <laughs> 
because I mean, I get some ideas from that. If I run out, have you ever looked up something like what substitutes for this? Oh yeah. Does, all the time. Right? Yeah. So we got some good resources still. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully everybody's going to make it through this. No problem. And it's not as bad as they claim, but we're all, I think everybody's kind of scared a little. I know it's fresh it's, on everybody's mind. Yeah. Um, so what do you have? What was your favorite meal that we cooked this past week? Because we've been cooking in every meal. Um, besides the carne asada. Besides, aside from the carne asada. There was a, so we did a simple uh, pasta dish. And it was just spaghetti noodles that you boiled. Yeah. We took some, uh, was those thigh, boneless thighs that you'd found? No, or? it was breasts. But I it would was, use thighs. It was like those little thin airline breasts. Like, or not yeah. airline. They're just thin cutlets of breast. Yeah. You cut them up and sautéed them. And then the sauce was, it really wasn't like a pasta sauce. It was more of like. It was just a touch of cream cheese and some, oh, use some pa- pasta water. But that's what it was. It was like a yeah. pasta water sauce. And the cream cheese thickened it, squeezed a little bit. I don't know if y'all seen them, but they have these the Swanson's that makes these concentrates. It's like a chicken broth concentrate and a beef-based concentrate. Instead of having to. You know, make bouillon or something. They're great for yeah. sauces. You can put like a teaspoon of these for in quick dishes. sauces. And it flavors it. Like you used it in the black beans. I use it in the rice, mm-hmm. the chicken. Um, you know, it, it, it worked great it in that pasta adds sauce. adds some great flavor to stuff like that. Yeah. And if you need to wake up a dish, it will. And then we had some uh, little Roma tomatoes. And Slice I roasted those. those in the oven instead of, um, you know, Sauteing. Just throwing them in. The, yeah. It gave them almost like a sun-dried texture. Yeah. You know how a sun-dried tomato, it still has all that flavor, but it's concentrated, but it's not like a wet tomato. All the juice is gone, and it kind of leaves it almost like a, with some texture to it, like a chewiness. And so it's almost like you're eating kind of a piece of meat a little bit. Yeah. It had, it had, it went with the chicken and the pasta, it really went great with it. With Parmesan cheese over the top. Just the good. old shaky Parmesan cheese yeah. is what we had. <laughs> That was you probably my favorite things. new thing because I don't know where you got that one from, but it was was that a Pinterest or something or yeah, or just throw stuff together because I mean kind of a little bit of both. We've been doing a little bit of all that, yeah. just creating what you got. If we find something and you don't have it, omit it and or try to substitute something else and yeah. see. But that was Getting my favorite creative. quick little thing we did. We do, we also did another. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Last night was. Ground pork tacos. Like mm-hmm. we, that's what I thought out a package of ground pork. We didn't have any ground beef. That's the one thing we don't have. It's some, I've got some ground deer. I've got plenty of it. And we've been using it. But I don't, what did we I don't use usually ground keep deer ground deer for the other day? Sloppy, sloppy joes. joes. Those were good. Ground deer sloppy joes, yeah. Yep, it, was, it, was a, it was the old can of sandwich, wasn't it? Okay, I found that in the pantry. I don't know how old it was. <laughs> <laughs> it ate. And it ate good. <laughs> sloppy well, joes. We even had uh, hamburger buns, which... Yeah. I was expecting us to have to eat a uh, old school loaf bread. Loaf bread. <laughs> Do you ever grow up eating loaf bread burgers or loaf bread sloppy joes? Yeah, I hate, I, it, I hate it. It always like uh, melted through. You have crust with like this pink glob like in the middle. My grandma would make her, or my granny uh, would make hamburgers like that. They didn't buy hamburger buns. She just had white loaf bread, you know, and put the hamburger the in it. I hated it. We it had just it turned in, into this greasy uh, glob yes. in your hand. And you put the fingerprints in it. It was not McDonald's, like Eddie Murphy used to say. It, it reminds <laughs> me of that Eddie Murphy joke. He's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, but um, we did some leg quarters this week that yeah. you'd, you'd had. We've been running through our stuff. That's no wonder good. We I'm, this I'm glad. Yeah, we've got you know some. Um, we do have some like Mexican rice and and some pasta salads and those Uncle Ben's ready rice and things like that. Um, 
you know, for size. Yeah. Mac and cheese. Yeah. We, got, we taught Michael how to make mac and cheese for the first time. He's been having to learn life skills every day. <laughs> so one day it was how to make your own mac and cheese. You got to do it all. One day I taught him how to fry a bologna sandwich. <laughs> I taught him how to uh, wash his own clothes and fold up towels. But that's uh, important stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, while he's here, I mean, he's doing schoolwork, but it doesn't take up his full day. That's one thing that I, I'm not a teacher or any means, but I did not realize that you can blow through <laughs> all the stuff they're supposed to do in about an hour and a half. And then I, said, I guess I need to line him up and take him to the bathroom, <laughs> but take him for recess and go sit him down for lunch and then make him go wash his hands every time in between and just do this whole thing. To Have someone make, come in and speak to him about don't doing drugs. And do the morning and an assembly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's trying, what they spend the day doing in school. Yeah. It's not doing the work. The work don't take that long, but I can imagine I, 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 the most respect for teachers. I do not know how they do it. I have no idea. They're the most underpaid you know, them and, and police and fire and EMS and all that, those are so much underpaid people because, that, I mean, could you imagine taking care of 20 to 30 kids, trying to get them to do something? How how much of a, oh, man, it's scary. I'd panic. It turns out Malcolm's much better of a teacher than I am. But you, that's kind of what you do. You are kind of a teacher. Yeah, but I couldn't do it. With, with my kid, I could do it. <laughs> but I'm talking all these multiple kids, no. <laughs> And I said something to Michael about it. He's like, well, Dad, you know, there's bad kids, and they're always getting in trouble, and so that takes up a lot of time. And and he was breaking it down to me. Like, he agreed with me. Like, hey, Dad, I can do all this work. You know, you just tell me how much work you want me to do. Lay it out here, and I'll mow through it, you know. That's nothing, but it's it's all that goes to it. It takes up the day. And we've been using um, the P.E. guy. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. it's a YouTube. There's a What's his name, P.E. Joe? or Something like that. Something like that. Or what it was. It'd be Joe TV or something. No relation to Joe Exotic. <laughs> but it's something like that, the PE guy. And he does it every day at 9 a.m. He does a, like a 30-minute workout for kids. And it's, it's a serious workout. Like, yeah, I've been loving watching Michael do that. I'll sit there with my... <laughs> He'll sit in your recliner and <laughs> I need to, wag that finger. <laughs> I need to get up and do it with him bad. <laughs> oh, well. So, what do we have planned for this weekend? Um, so, PKs, I thought, come up with a great idea. And um, they're doing kind of – it's not really a promotion. They're just trying to, to get people outdoors and cooking. Everybody knows we need the vitamin D from the sun. And this weekend, we're going to finally have – the next few days are going to be sunny before it turns back cold, it looks like. No rain until Saturday night, I think. But they're doing stay in, hashtag stay in cookout. And we're going to participate because we were planning on cooking Saturday anyway outside. Yeah. And what they're doing, they're just wanting people to um, share what they're cooking, whether it's just take a photo of it and use that hashtag on it, whatever. I don't care what platform it is. If you want to do it on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, whatever you're yeah. into. But it's just a way, and you don't have to have a PK. They say use any grill, whatever you want. Just show. Uh, it's kind of a way to get everybody's mind off what's going on, to get outside, enjoy cooking, and. Yeah, whatever it is. Up, so yeah. I'm, I'm, we're gonna do, we're gonna do some Instagram stories on it. Um, I, I talked to uh, Brad Barrett with Grill Greats for a little while yesterday, checking in, seeing how things were going over in Atlanta, and uh, he's going to be doing something. So he's, he's got a, a live uh, Instagram thing he's trying out, and he's going to start doing more of it. He asked me if I wanted to come on there Saturday morning. I think it's going to be about nine o'clock Central Time, 
Saturday morning on Instagram, we're going to try to do a split screen with Grill Great and me, and we're, I'm going to do some brunch. I got a, I got an idea for a, a well, I got some old bagels. I got some sausage, <laughs> some Your breakfast mom makes sausage patties. Sausage, so yeah, we got a bunch of that in the freezer, so I'm going to do like a, a, br- a brunch burger. I'm, I'm going to do a, a sausage patties with uh, probably some bacon and a fried egg and some cheese on a bagel. And make a Bloody Mary, and you, I think you uh, I mean, squeeze some more a, juice and got an old bottle yeah, of champagne. I found a bottle of champagne in the wine cabinet. <laughs> so we're going to start our Saturday off, stay in, cook out with the brunch, and be on Instagram with the real great. And then I'm going to cook uh, to Bacana, right? Uh, yeah, so we put it on um, Instagram. Like, you 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 were trying to decide between doing a tri-tip or Bacana. Yeah, and that's one Kevin sent me that I've had in there. Yeah. Um, and... It's a whole, I'm going to do it on the PK and I'm going to do like a, I think I'm going to cut it and still, you know, normally Picanha. Will you tell you, would, you what one? Yeah. What one? Picanha. Oh, I, when I looked, it was like 59 to 42 it's or whatever. It's 55 to 45, which yeah. I voted for Picanha. I wouldn't Did you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, that's what I'm doing and I'm going to cut it into, so normally you cut it into strips and kind of skewer yeah, it and cook it over with just some salt. I'm going to, I'm going to do it different. I'm going to reverse sear it on PK. I'm going to set my 360 up for some reverse sear. I'm going to cut it into some strips, almost like some steaks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, get it cooked down some, reverse sear, and then I'm going to put it over on the high side and, and sear it off and get that fat sizzling and melting. And we're going to slice it and eat it like steak. So it's going to be picanha steak pretty much. I love picanha. It's, it's so going to be good. good. It's not, I mean, I guess, is that really you know, picanha? It's really just sirloin. At the, yeah. But um, sirloin cap. How do they serve it at the... Um, Texas Day Brazil, they do they do a garlic picanha or is that a garlic sirloin? I'm thinking it's of. the same thing. It is. I guarantee you that because that's the picanha cut comes from sirloin. That's the style kind of picanha Brazilian style Brazilian is style actual of doing the it. folding yeah. it and cooking it yeah. over the hot coals with, with salt. Okay, I'm gonna put some rub. I'm gonna I'm gonna doctor it up. And get some oh, yeah. flavor going. Yeah, get that fat render. You know, sizzling because the fat's delicious on it. That's the best. I can't part. wait. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's some of the better beef that I've had. Oh, it, it is cooked right. It is. I mean, I'm excited about that. Heck yeah. Okay. Good. Um, is it a high quality picanha? I'm sure it is coming from Kevin. What man, is it? It's, a, it's the dead gum real deal. What's the Bag real of, deal? Oh, really? Yeah, A9. Dang. It's going to be fine. It's going to be good. And you're going to try then, to do a chimichurri. We are uh, going to make a, go to the store. Yeah. Some. We're, gonna, we're trying to do. So, this is, I had this to talk about too uh, ways to get some products without having to go in the store. Yeah. But um, I'm going to do a, a chimichurri if they'll – we do a click list at Kroger, and it's where you can g- go to their website, sign up. And they don't you, cancel it. <laughs> yeah, and they give you a time. It's been busy, but I think it's calming down since yeah. things is kind of going back to normal. But what they do, they go pull all your groceries for you, bring it out to your car. Everybody knows what click list is. Well, okay, great. <laughs> well, that's what we're doing, and we're going to see what we get. It's kind of like – It is kind of like roulette. But the wish is on there. See what you get. <laughs> Also, oh, oh, you're also doing one other thing Saturday. Are you going to do um, oh, some stuffed peppers? If I can get them, if I can get some of those little tricolor peppers, I'm going to lay out a pack of deer meat or deer sausage. Uh, um, it's like deer breakfast sausage, spicy. I'm going to mix it with some cream cheese. We do have some cream cheese. I'm going to brown the sausage, mix it with some cream cheese, split them peppers open, stuff them, and then uh, just cook them like that. So it's like. But you know, you're not going to wrap them in bacon. No, I'm not going to wrap them. If I had some bacon, I would. I don't know. It's it kind of like when you take a bell pepper and stuff it and cook it. Mm, more like um, 
More like the jalapenos. Without the cream bacon. Cream cheese jalapenos. Yeah. I'm just adding sausage to it, the deer sausage. Season, and not adding the bacon. Yeah. Not adding the bacon. And just letting them cook there on that little sweet pepper. I know you've seen the little, like the, those little sweet mini peppers. Oh, yeah. Tri-colored. Yeah. The orange and red. That's the plan. They, they should have those at Kroger. Yeah, they usually do. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a stuffed mushroom. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. And it's meat and cream cheese. I mean, how With could it be bad? Yeah. Yeah. I've done it before, like where I do the meat, cream cheese, in between two layers of crescent roll dough, like Pillsbury crescent rolls, and make it, and, you know, bake it, and then cut it into little squares, and it makes like a little party appetizer. Yeah. Well, it's the same filling that I use for that. I'm just going to stuff it on a sweet pepper. Okay. So. And you're using deer sausage instead of regular sausage? Yeah, yeah. You could use, if you got regular breakfast sausage, use that if you got it. Yeah. But for the um, grill grates, little breakfast sandwich, you're using just your mom's homemade, homemade country. Yeah, homemade country sausage. sausage yep, yep. Pork sausage. Probably going to use the same kind of sauce. No, I'm using deer in the one. That's what I, yeah. that's what I deer. And so one's going to be deer and one's going to be pork. And then I'm doing the pecania uh, the with the chimichurri. I'm going to make a little dip. What kind of dip? I haven't decided. There's some dip mixes left okay. over from uh, Christmas. So. That sounds good to me. <laughs> it's going to surprise you. So that's going to be the stay in cookout mm-hmm. this Saturday. If so, if you if you're interested in seeing what we're doing, I hope y'all get involved too. We'll be posting on our stories. Yeah, it's going to be stories. I mean, nothing complicated. If we mess if we mess it up, hey, we mess it up. Yeah, but it's going to be you know a lot of fun. Hopefully, the weather's going to be nice. We get some sunshine. Get out, enjoy yourself, take your mind off things. Um, when it comes to sourcing stuff, I did have a note here. Um, local for where we are. We've got some butchers that still have plenty of meat, and they hadn't stopped. They hadn't ran out. Um, they've always had something. There's Brad up at the butcher block and uh, TK up at Raymond's. They've all back stocked and just working hard as they can. And I know the grocery stores are probably getting back to most mm-hmm. normal levels on most stuff. But um, uh, but if you don't want to leave the house, there's a lot of great companies that will ship to you. Uh, one is Kevin down at the butcher shop. He's got just about anything you want, and he's sourced. If you don't have it, send him an email or a Facebook message or something. Um, Other ones I've dealt with, um, and we're not, you know, I'm just telling y'all where I I get stuff. Um, We've got Creekstone Farms. They've got beef and pork. We've got, for pork, Compart Family Farms is is shipping, and they've got all kinds of stuff. Uh, Chicken, if you can't find chicken, Springer Mountain Farms has it because we ordered some for the contest that we got canceled, but they had plenty of thighs and I'm sure they got chicken breast and everything. So Springer Mountain Farms is a great source for that. Uh, Hassle Cattle Company out of Texas has the beef and I think they're shipping oh, it too. They have good beef. It's really good. It's yeah. like a, a, a Wagyu cross with the Angus and it's killer. We use their steaks at the World Foods and everything I had from them has been fantastic. I know they got a lot of ton of ground beef products. Their brisket's phenomenal. Um, Snake River Farms is another good source uh, if you you know if you're looking for some high end, but they even have some some of their uh, prime stuff that's that's really good, and they've got some pork too. So there's some other places out there that you can get it delivered to you, where you don't have to leave the house. Um, I would suggest don't wait until the weekend or the end of the week to order stuff because most of them only ship Monday or Tuesday, just so they can get it to you fresh. I mean, most of them. That's that's from my personal dealing. Yeah, with you got to plan ahead. Yeah, but plan ahead and think about it, but know those sources are out there. Um, ideas for next videos, because we got some other stuff in ask, there. Yeah. So I already talked about the grilled chicken and sausage pasta jambalaya that yep. I'm doing today yep. for dinner. But that's um, not going to be your next week's weekly. video. Next week's video, I'm going to try to find 
and I don't know, I don't have it yet, but I want to do like a chicken dinner. And it's one that we do all the time. We take just bone-in, skin-on, big chicken breast. We season them up. Shell usually throws them on a sheet pan. She quarters up some sweet potatoes and then takes some fresh broccoli. Uh, the, the sweet potatoes get roasted about halfway through the chicken cook. Chicken takes roughly 45 minutes to an hour, so she'll throw the sweet potatoes in about 30 minutes out, let them go 15 on their on their own on their separate. own yeah on another sheet yeah. uh, lined with full and then she'll throw the broccoli in there with it and then at the last twelve minutes or something like yeah. that and then it all comes out about the same time and then you make this delicious sauce that I want to make and share with everybody it's like a it's honey mustard honey no it's Dijon mustard honey and a few little seasonings and it's really that's it and so you toss the sweet potatoes and broccoli you combine them in a yes. bowl after they cook and then drizzle them with that sauce and toss it and serve this just it's going to be like, I'm going to do like a smoked roasted chicken breast. Simple, but it's a good dinner. And I think everybody that tries it will like it. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's a really good, it's something that we eat all the time that I've never done a recipe on. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Then I also, uh-uh. I've got some jerky. Uh, I've got some meat that I cut up I in the, the freezer. time to do jerky. You're at home. Yeah. So I'm going to do some jerky probably on the Traeger. Yeah. You know, they've got a good jerky recipe out there. I'm probably going to go off something like that and not get, not get crazy to show people how to make some simple eating jerky. So out of some, you know, meat that you might already have in the freezer or something. Yeah. And see, jerky something that it, it takes a day. You know, you got to sit th- oh, yeah, sit around the gotta, house for a day. Well, first you got to, you know, you, you have a whole cut. So you got to go get it and cut it up and marinate it overnight. Yeah. And then, you know, it takes a day to, you know, it's it's every bit of six hours anyway, cooking it low. So while you're at home, perfect time to, perfect time to make jerky and then put it up. Yeah. You know, that um, broccoli and sweet potato recipe We've always liked it, and we uh, served it. We were doing a holiday class. Yes, and so we, out in Arizona. Yeah, in Arizona, we did a holiday class. I forgot what we served it with. Maybe ham. I think we did ham and and the sweet potatoes and broccoli. And I didn't expect people to enjoy that recipe that much. Like we liked it. We loved it at That's the good. house. Yeah, but um, people were emailing like, "Can I get that recipe?" And it's simple. It's when you see it, you're simple. gonna be like, "Wow, this is something I can do anytime." And, and kids, kids like even, it. Yeah, kids even like it, yeah. It's I guess it's got, them. because of that honey mustardy element. Yeah, I it's, think so too. It has a sweetness. The sweet potatoes are good. Yeah. They're kind of roasted. They're and, roasted. So. And then the broccoli is not your old boring old steam, gross brock, you know, yeah. limp broccoli. It's got some texture to it, and it tastes really good. Yeah. It's a great, great way to get your yeah. veggies in. It is. So that's what we're going to do. I've got to be able to sort. First, got to source three things. Chicken breast, broccoli, and sweet. So that could change, y'all. It's just saying. But I'm I'm hoping that the click list will bring or let us get that because if we can find some chicken breast and bro- I know they got broccoli and sweet potatoes, surely. I think so too. So. I think they'll have chicken breast too. You but, might not get bone in skin on like typical, but we can figure something out. I could make do. I mean, it don't. It may not be chicken breast. It may have chickens. It may be leg quarters. But it's or, yeah. I'm not doing. I'm just not doing straight thighs. I know you probably like that. <laughs> but, I love straight thighs. But I can deal with leg quarters if I can find those. But that's my goal. That's what we want to try to do this week. And, uh, you know, keep on doing what we do. And I'm going to try to share some more dinners that we cook yeah. as they as we come along. And we'll see how this one goes tonight. We haven't done it yet. Yeah. Oh, you also have a beef loin in the fridge that came from Kevin. What you what you thinking about doing with that? Some fillets at some point. But I got to. Cut it up. It's going back in the freezer. Yeah. It's still, it's it. It, it come in, I'm aging it just a little bit. It's going in the freezer. I'm not going to, that's, 
That's for bad. Maybe I'll wait till we get through a quarantine to eat eat fillet. <laughs> I got a lot more older meat to go through. You know, you got to get on that cycle. You can't just go for everything you got on top. Oh, I know. You got to get down in the deep part of that deep freeze. I cleaned out the deep freeze. Um, was it right after Christmas? Yeah. And put bags. In when my there. when my deer meat started coming back from processor, yeah, we had, we had to, to reorganize. Out. Um, but I put bags in there. Um, kind of heavy duty like fabric bags, tote bags. What yeah, heavy duty tote bags. Makes finding stuff easier. Like if I want to yeah. pull something out, I can take that whole tote bag out and get in it. And I know deer meat's in this bag, pork's in this bag, fish is in this bag. I could, I'll probably do some fish next week too. Yeah, definitely. I plan on going fishing this afternoon. It's a beautiful day. I'm stop and give me some minners. <laughs> take Michael down there. We're going to get us some sunlight. I may even put a, two or three beers in a cooler. What? That's the plan though. I'm down. But that's all I got. That. Does that sound fun to you? Yes, that uh, sounds great. All right. Well, what else do we have, Shell? Anything else today? Um, no, I have. <laughs> that's uh, that's all. That's your it. Notes. I couldn't right. stop thinking about Tiger King. <laughs> I know. What you're t- <laughs> Y'all, what you the- would think it'd be the virus, and you know, hey. the shut down and everything. No, it's a crazy man in Oklahoma. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure he's still locked up. He is, as far as I uh, know. I'm, I I got to start doing research. I, I I keep thinking about it. At least you ain't thinking about a virus. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> well, hey, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us today, and um, hope everybody's you know doing well, staying safe at home, and hopefully this will you know pass on through, and we'll it be will. back to business as normal here in a few weeks. But yeah, we're gonna gotta, keep on doing what we do. You, you know. gotta say, um, you can't sit around and be sad. That's right. It, that does nobody any good. You gotta think about, you know, that's it. You gotta think about the uh, blessings you do have and focus on that and. Keep on keeping on. You're positive. That's why I'm married. <laughs> no, but y'all, let's stay in and cook out this weekend. Yeah, we'll be on there Saturday. Where can they find us, Shell? If you'd like to connect with uh, Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, fun hanging out with y'all today. I'll try to keep my sanity. See y'all next time. <laughs>